fancy managers. Oh, Rudy, stick your arm out the way. You see down your armpit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll start to the podcast. Welcome, everybody. This is Game Week 26. Uh, Rudy's just trapped off. <laughs> what a start. Brilliant. Um, love it when we go live and uh, Chris Reed always messes it up for us. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Fantasy Podcast with FPL Addicts. We are live for Game Week 26. Um, we have had a cracking week of FPL, not only uh, on, online watching the games, but also in person. We just recovered from the FPL social uh, from the weekend where we hosted the inaugural event. We had a meet up in Melbourne with all our FPL friends in, 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 in Australia, the first ever. Uh, Guru, have you recovered from the event? Oh, such a great day. Obviously, we met so many good people. Um, you know, it was just, yeah, I've, I think I've only just about recovered now. Um, you know, it was, it was a big day. We got there. You know, I know, I know you got there a bit earlier to sort of set up. I think I got there around sort of 1.30. The event started at 2. Um, you know, and I was out until 2 a.m., <laughs> 2 a.m., you know, for the whole day, and had a great day. We did debates. We did, you know, we had some food. We had some drinks. We did some football challenges. We did a quiz. Um, you know, we did some more, some more FPL debates. Yeah. Then we went out and watched a, an A League game, um, which was Melbourne Victory Newcastle. And that game had everything as well. There was there was VAR. There was yeah. red cards. There was just everything going on. And then you know the ones that were kind of left at the end of the day. We went to watch the Man United Southampton game and. Um, you know, everyone was up in uh, arms when when Ronaldo took it around the keeper and uh, had that shot and it got in, yeah. cleared off the line. We were all just, yeah, everyone was just, it, it was, a, it was a, yeah, really, really good day. And, um, you know, I think everyone enjoyed themselves and you know, all the people we met were great. So there's too, there's too many to name. So I don't want to, uh, to name drop everyone because um, I just thought everyone that, that was there was great. And obviously we had uh, Bill there as well, who was Australia's number one last year. And, you know, he... Um, you know, he, he gave us some some interesting insights too. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a great day. And, um, yeah, ultra football, you know, was, was a top location as well. So, um, yeah, loved it. Yeah, that's it, mate. You've literally, yeah, yeah. took, took, out, <laughs> took out, named everything I was going to say. So, yeah, what a great day, as you said. And uh, we all came together for the first time. Um, obviously, yeah, Chris Reed didn't join us, but he has just joined the stream back as well. Welcome back, Reedy. Um just in your own time, mate, you do what you want as always. But we were just saying how good the <laughs> FPL social was at the weekend. Um, we're just recovering from game week 25. You did get a mention when we were on the couch uh, reviewing game week 24 because you absolutely smashed it, mate, with a, a 96-point haul. How did you, uh, did you, were you gutted you missed out on that? And did you enjoy the FPL stream? Yeah, it was nice to get a mention. Cheers for that, mate. And uh, obviously, uh, show you boys how it's done. Uh, big score for me. So I'm happy about that. And, um, you know, what a great event that you guys put up there for, for people, the FPL community in Australia. And, you know, it was nice to see people get involved. And, uh, you know, you had a few competitions, a few games there and stuff like that. I think you guys, uh, you've done a fantastic job with that. So uh, hopefully that's a sign of uh, things to come in the future. And, you know, onwards and upwards. Yeah, that's it, mate. We were good you weren't there, but you were there in spirit. You were there online. And uh, yeah, a big thank you to everyone that did uh, attend, show up and also uh, be there in online as well, as well as those who sent messages, uh, the likes of uh, Quentin Dunn from the FPL Amateurs. Um, he, he sent a few messages into, uh, and he also spammed the uh, comments as well, as he usually does, which is fantastic <laughs> support from him. And also Ryan from a football chat box as well. Big thank you to you for sending your message in as well. So yeah, so much to get through. Uh, we are at game week 26. 
This is, of course, um, FPL Addicts Game Week 26 preview pod. Uh, thank you to um, Esports Live and our sponsors, Bonus Bank. Uh, make sure you check out the details in the caption below to receive 25% off uh, the premium uh, subscription for Bonus Bank. They, uh, they show you how to uh, beat the bookies and take advantage of their bonus promotions, which many of our members do in our Discord community. Uh, as well as those who, who are fans and watching online. So wherever you're watching, give the, the pod some love. Uh, give it a like below. Make sure you subscribe and uh, feel free to jump in the comments and uh, drop us a line and we'll get back to you as soon as we can, either, in, either online or a bit later on. Um, but let's get into this week's pod. Uh, we have got some results to uh, review from the from the game week. So, Guru, we're going to start with you, mate. I want you to pick a result. There's 10 kind of fixtures on there from this game week. It was a couple of uh, double game, double games for a few uh, teams. Who, who were you liking? I'm not going to pick the Spurs Wolves game. I'm not going to pick it. Really? <laughs> Hats off to Wolves for the win. Um, but um, look, I will pick. Oh, there was some crackers, wasn't there? The Leicester game. Oh. Where do you, you want to start, what? mate? There's, there's a lot. You know what's. I will pick Everton against Leeds. Oh, I knew he was going to go Everton. I knew it. I yeah, it and <laughs> I'm going to pick it because Everton, you know, they're the new manager bounce. Um, They've been a bit up and down, really, though, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, up, up and down. They haven't looked good under Benitez. Lampard's come in. They got the win in the FA Cup. They then lost to Newcastle. Yeah. And they went back home for this one, played against Leeds. You know, and Leeds... Leeds had their moments. So Dan James had a few opportunities and um, Rodrigo hit the bar. And, you know, it wasn't like Leeds weren't threatening. They, they did have opportunities and, um, and come close. But you know, Everton got those early couple of goals. And, um, you know, Anthony Gordon was just unbelievable. He got another, you know, double-digit haul. Um, he did get lucky to get the last goal. It kind of sort of deflected off him. But he was just a menace throughout the game. And he was really, really good to watch. Um, you know, Rich Arlison looked really good as well. But Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who's obviously not been good for fantasy managers in the last sort of month or so, he looked like he was a little bit sharper as well. Um, you know, Seamus Coleman, who's a bit of a blast from the past. Uh, Michael Keane grabbed the goal, which I know Ozpike's happy about because Michael Keane's going to come off his bench this week. Um, so, yeah, for, from a fantasy point of view, there's some really interesting players and points in this one. And Everton have got a lot of double game weeks coming up as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be keeping some eyes on some of these Everton assets. And... Last one to mention was Van der Beek, who who controlled that midfield. Yeah, he was looking good, Van der Beek. To be fair, it does look weird in a in a blue jersey, although he didn't really play too many times in a red one. Mm. To be fair, but um, yeah, Anthony Gordon, as you mentioned, uh, we, we I think we did pick up on him just before Christmas, didn't we? Uh, I think you might mm. have picked him up, picked him out there on the Guru section, which will be coming up later. And he's he's still performing. Lampard still likes him, so it's kind of good to see him continuing in there as well. Um, you know what? what Seamus Coleman, one of my old favourites, actually. I did like Seamus. Mm. Um, he, he pulled out and he's looking a bit bit more comfortable maybe in that formation. But over to you, Reedy. Um, go on, what if, Guru stole your Everton fixture, so which one were you looking to review next? Well, well, you know what? In terms of fixtures, it wasn't exactly the best um, The best week, was it? Um, there's a few 1-0s in there. and um, Six clean you know, sheets out of 10 fixtures, mate. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. It's not apart from City, of course. Um, I don't really want to pick that game because I don't think too many people are happy with the uh, Raheem Sterling bagging a hat trick. You know, any any FPL owners that got rid of him. So I am going to go for uh, Brighton 
Brighton. Um, Brighton. And I know people probably, that was an obvious sort of result for Brighton to win that one. Most people would have expected it. Um, but, you know, Brighton, as we all know, great team, play great football. Sometimes they just find it hard to stick it in the back of the net. Um, but they didn't didn't fail on this occasion against, a, a you know, a Watford side at the moment of Broughton Hodgson. Looked good defensively at the beginning, um, but they've just sort of faded out and not not really offered anything in attack. So Brighton, brilliant, really. Neil Mope getting that goal and uh, and then that man, Adam Webster, which uh, I can see the, the guru smiling there and, you know, um, a few FPL managers brought that guy in and he managed to haul and bring, uh, bring, a, yeah, bring a big, <laughs> big load of points. Obviously, he had the United game as well, but the Watford game is, is the one that he hauled in. And uh, yes, so that one for me, I think Brighton, great team. I've enjoyed watching them a couple of times this season. And yeah, fantastic result for them. Yeah, good shout. And I think um, obviously we'll get the Webster one that we'll save that one for a little bit later for our special guest. I'm sure he's going to drop him in, in uh, into his team when he talks about it very shortly. But yeah, Brian unfortunately couldn't do the business against uh, United. Uh, United coming away with a 2-0 victory there. And uh, they held on for the first half. I was obviously a bit nervous, especially after watching them against Southampton. Um, but we came back and got that win. And uh, Viva Ronaldo, of course. Uh, a couple of shout-outs, <laughs> though. <laughs> Come on, mate, you a little bit. You captained him, didn't you? No, I, I captained Bruno, so uh, yeah, it was uh, sour, sour grapes for anyone that had Ronaldo sort of um, collected those three bonus points. But listen, we can't complain, it's about time. You know, oh, on, United assets uh, delivered, isn't it, Guru? Come on, mate, we've waited long enough. So. It is, but then at the same time, I did have Bruno on that double game week, so I feel like I've, I've got a lot of change out of Bruno in the last month, but um. Yeah, look, I was a bit worried about Bruno. You know, he, he did get the goal right at the end. It wasn't like last it was... Last kick of the um, game, eh? Yeah, we, we were talking about it at the social at the... Uh, you know, we were at the pub watching the game against Southampton and we were sort of watching it thinking, you know, what have we done? Like, why have we... Mm. Why have we me and FPL Geordie were saying, you know, why, why have we captained him? What have we done? And, you know, and then even in the Brighton game, the first half wasn't a... Um, you know, it wasn't that simple for United. It wasn't... No, it took a, a moment of brilliance from Ronaldo, like absolute brilliance. And the red cards kind of open it up a bit. And then, you know, he did save our skins at the end, Bruno, with, uh, you know, with, with that great finish. It was a great goal. But, um, yeah, I think it is probably about time, you know, United saved a lot of managers. But, yeah, not me personally, because I did get a bit of change out of Bruno in, in that double game week. So, um, yeah, I've, I've definitely run my luck with him. Yeah, and you've got to pick your weeks, as we know, with all these assets. Um, just on to yeah, a couple of shout outs. Uh, FPL Mike Alpin, uh, thanks for joining us. Good to see you in here. Uh, Matt Gasden, he was at the FPL Social on Saturday. He, he absolutely loved it. Uh, Ollie and Elliot, yes, they are still recovering from the FPL Social. It was that big of an he, event. He won the quiz, didn't and he? he won, no, he? Um, ah. Seb won it. Seb won it. Um, ah. So, yeah, Seb, Seb won that one. Um, a quick one from Mike Halpin. You might want to take this, Guru. Is Bruno a hold for the Leeds game? Oh, such a tough one. I think if um, <laughs> if you've got Salah, if you've got Salah already and you've already got, if you've got Salah and Bruno, probably say it's a hold because then you've got Watford mm. the week after. Yeah. Um, but for me, like say my own team, I've got Bruno, I'm probably going to get rid of him for Salah. I've got Son, who I'm liking with the two fixtures more than, than Bruno. But um, yeah, I think if you've already got Salah, you probably just hold Bruno and then have him ready for Watford in game week 27. Um, but yeah, Derby, that's a Derby, that, isn't it? Leeds United. But Leeds versus Man United, so it could be quite a cagey game, maybe. You never know. But I'd hold it. Fair enough. And hello to PSB. Hope you're well, mate. And thanks for joining in. Uh, so we're just going to quickly review the uh, mini leagues. Uh, we'll look at the, maybe the top three in there, starting in third place in our free FBL Addicts Mini. Competitive as always. 
we've got the Kotu Classic Chammer. Um, he does join us every now and then in the in the uh, in the YouTube. So hopefully he joins shortly. But he's in third place. We've got our uh, special guest who's coming on very shortly. Uh, TM, the FPL planner, in second place. Uh, overall rank of seven nine four. Scary stuff. But in the lead, no Kane, no gain. Dodie, Donald Breslin, seventy eighth overall in the world. 17, 1717 points. He's absolutely flying. He's uh, he's been on the podcast already. Like there's no there's no curse on this podcast, so the planner doesn't have to worry because uh, it's pushing on. Uh, Reedy, I know you've been doing well recently, but are you anywhere in the sights of here? Oh, while pre- creeping up. There you <laughs> go. You know, it's, it's there's eight hundred people in this league, I think, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. It's a tough gig, and and uh, those guys at the top, they're, they're sort of a good. A good chunk of points ahead and you know there's a lot a lot of gaining to be done you know at the end of the day though you play your own game and you know if i end up anywhere near that top 10 uh towards the end of the season that's the aim for me and um, you know I'd, I'd be really happy with that but um yeah um props to them guys absolutely smashing it yeah absolutely smashing it and over to our um paid mini at the top there, Dodie's still still killing it. We've got Budgie, who's been on the podcast as well. He's in second place. And Jordy Wilson, who flew in from Sydney to Melbourne on Saturday for the FPL Social. What a hero. Uh, he's in third place. I'll, I'd put him at the top there if I could, but unfortunately I can't, Jordy. But he's absolutely flying. Um, full of insight. He did well in the quiz on Saturday with you as well, didn't he, in the trivia, Guru? Yeah, he was good. Um, yeah, so we did, what was it, the amateur... Versus the semi-pro and the semi-pro one, yeah, that's yeah, it. I don't think I don't think this amateur got a um, got a shot in in the end. Yeah, Jordy and me, we, we did well, and Jordy was uh, got them all yeah, right. He knows his FPL. It was, it was a good fun top bloke, and yeah, I remember. I think when uh, I walked back and sort of dropped off at the the hostel, and uh, you know, said thanks for coming. You know, unbelievable coming all the way from Sydney. So um, yeah, hats off to him. Yeah, unreal effort, and yeah, the the paid league is looking really good. Bit of movement there, a couple of green arrows. Um, David Wilson, who's from Bonus Bank, he's just got himself in there. He's doing well, so shout out to you, David. Um, and over to our, where is it, a little podcast mini. So where are we in here? I wanted Elliot on tonight because I've gone above him, which is good. Um, so sitting at the bottom, Statman Dave, he was behind the scenes on Saturday. He's in the, sitting in sixth place. Not a bad score with 60. He was one of the higher ones this week out of, the, uh, out of a few of us. Elliot Craig um, in fifth place. He's not doing too good in there. Uh, he's dropped just below me. And then uh, Jillers Killers in fourth place. I'll just go on to my team and quickly review. Uh, pretty, you know, pretty pleased with uh, the Diaz ten points at the back with uh, Arnold with six. Um, Williams came in, gave me nothing, and Foster, but not to worry because uh, in the middle of the park, Bowen did the business for me, and then uh, obviously uh, our, my main man Cristiano Ronaldo getting that absolute finish. On uh, on against Brian, uh, hauling with me the twenty points all up. So, you no know, fifty what was it fifty eight points, eleven above the average. You know, I'm I'm five fifty in the in, in the overall in the world now. So, I'm definitely improving. I know it's been a, a bit of a, a slog for me to uh, climb up the ladder, but um, I am touching. You know, I mean, I'm getting a bit closer. So I'm starting to get a bit of momentum. Three green arrows in a row. Um, yeah, and excited to see where that can go. But. Yeah, overall not too bad. Um, and over to Oli. He got sixty-seven. He got a decent score there, didn't he? He's done well. Yeah, he's done well. Is Harry Winks in his lineup or? Uh, Winks <laughs> didn't make the lineup. <laughs> so Harry Winks coming into the squad at the weekend absolutely blew everyone away on the on the couch at the FPL social. We couldn't <laughs> believe what he did there. But he's left. He's left a uh, yeah a couple of points on there. Sanchez with the eight. 
obviously because of that clean sheet against Watford. Um, but Darwin's obviously done the business for him. And the Robert Summon one I really like as well. I know, uh, Reedy, you brought him into your UEFA team, didn't you? Um, into your UCL. So Robertson, you picked him over Trent. And that um, you've got Gay again, pulling six. He got his six points. He's done absolutely superb for him this season, hasn't he? Loves him. Loves yeah. him. He's been... Uh, Really underrated asset, I think. Uh, Gay yeah. for four and a half million. He's he's got a lot. I feel, of I feel like he's a bit of a Justin kind of hole he from is. last year, isn't he? So very he similar. I'm, I'm not sure where he's sitting with his total points, but I think um, for his price, he's probably doing quite yeah. well. Yeah, let's have a quick look. Uh, where are we on here? So his price four point five, total seventy two points. So he's a, he's definitely up there, isn't he? But on uh, seventy five points, Christopher Reed, you know, a very good score. Did you want to review your team quick, mate? Yeah, give it a go. Why not, eh? Why not? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good score for me. Solid score. I was quite quite pleased. Um, Kufal, um, you know, was the only letdown, you know, and suppose Fabianski as well, uh, of course, in defence. But uh, West Ham um, v Leicester was always going to be a sort of tricky game and Leicester got, got those two goals to come back to wipe out my clean sheets. But TAA, Cucurella... Um, those guys got me the points at the back, so I was quite pleased with that. Um, in the middle, you know, Mr. Consistent, as I always say, uh, Jared Bowen, he's just been a breath of fresh air this season, breath of fresh air. And um, you know, he is really, really uh, crucial for West Ham and, and their sort of push for Europe and stuff like that. And you know, from an FBL point of view, you know, I don't see many people taking him out anytime soon, that's for sure. And um, Bruno Fernandes, uh. Bruno, that, man, Bruno. that man Bruno, who we normally don't talk about, to be honest. Um, but he's had a very but, up and down, up and down season. Uh, like, we don't talk. No, uh, every, yeah. every ten games or so, he, he holds. Yeah, we don't talk about Bruno, but on this occasion, you know, we certainly do because uh, he's uh, he's brought that uh, that haul in at the double game week, and uh, he's got that last minute goal to, uh, to to shoot him up in terms of the points to get me that twenty four with with the captain on him. So I was very happy with that. You know, I did have Ronaldo in as well. I mean, to have Bruno and Ronaldo in, you know, considering how United season's going, you know, what am I what am I playing at? You know what I mean? It must be crazy, but it's paid off for me. Ronaldo got his goal as well, and uh, Neil Mope is the other one. Um, I brought Neil. him in. Yeah, brought Neil in for um, possibly for a minus four. It might have been. Um, and he he brought some you know some points for me. Got his goal against Watford. Don't think he really did much against United. Oh no, I had two transfers. There we go. Yeah, two there. Seen, uh, yeah. So I had the two. Yeah. So um, so I brought him. Brought me eight points. And yeah, overall pretty pleased. I should say. Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, Neil Mopey, he's been actually bagging goals this season. He's not had a bad season at all. He's, oh, I think mm. he's outperformed obviously his previous seasons. Um, mm. Eight goals, three assists for this season so far. Someone you yeah. want to stay long term. I think so for now, yeah, definitely. Uh, Brighton, you know, good fixtures. They're at home next, I think, against Burnley. Yeah, three yeah Burnley. Yeah, six. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Game and, in hand as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and not only that, you know, he's not the most, don't get me wrong, he's not the most clinical of strikers. There are better strikers out there, you know, more clinical, mm. more more precise, so to speak. But, you know, I might as well keep him in. I've brought him in now. He's about 6.5, is it, something like that. He might have rose recently, but... um. Why not? Why not keep him in? Brighton have got a good fixture next to, you know, next game at home. Yeah. And uh, as you said, games and hand and stuff. So, yeah, he's definitely someone I'm going to keep. Yeah, nice, man. Well done on, a, on another good week there. Um, yes, Guru, 78 points. 
made one transfer there. You had the captain's armband on Fernando, on, on Bruno, uh, Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk to us about your team, mate. It's all about that man, Webster, I think, this week. The web, like, just... I actually messaged Ozpike on uh, on Wednesday last week. So I messaged him. And yeah, I, a bit uh, of Brighton intel. Had a little chat because obviously he's, uh, you know, he goes half, he lives half a year in Australia, half a year in Brighton and, and goes to, uh, you know, all the games. And I thought, I've, I've got to message him just to make sure he was nailed. He didn't get back to me until I think, uh, it was well after deadline. He, he, he barely goes online and um, he was on Instagram and, and he said, sorry, but yeah, Webster's nailed. I was like, I've, I've done it anyway. I saw his I saw his 4.4 million and I read an article um where Graham Potter was just saying how good he was on the ball um you know and how he sort of rose up the leagues and um you know I'd seen they'd been they'd obviously lost Dan Byrne and um I saw that he got that double digit haul against Chelsea and I was like yeah look he's, he's coming in I said it at the social that he was going to be uh be my transfer so I, I did it you know during whilst we we're at the social got it done and I had two transfers so I only used one um, so I've still got two for this double game week. Nice. Um, but yeah, good good week. I've obviously had a, had a really bad sort of November, December where I just, you know, flew down with, with my rank and now I've got a couple of back-to-back green arrows. And yeah, Webster, uh, Bruno Fernandez with that late goal uh, shot me up. Um, Bowen, who, who everyone's got anyway. Sanchez, really good week. Um, yeah, other than that, I thought I was a bit unlucky not to get a Calvert-Lewin assist in the Everton game. And uh and Ollie Watkins' goal, like that, that was tough because I'm not sure if that was offside. That the one against Newcastle, um, it was just marginal, and uh, you know that that's probably another four, five, or maybe six points with bonus that I've, I've probably lost out on there. I just can't get any luck with Watkins uh, in the last sort of few weeks. But um, yeah, overall, um, good week, and you know I've got two transfers now for this for this double game week. So um, yeah, I have to think about what I want to do. Yeah, listen, coming off that score, two transfers in the bank, you know, you're in a good position there, mate. So we're excited to see what, you, what you're going to do here. Uh, but what we'll do is just mention our, you know, when I was on the paid mini, got a bit distracted, didn't I? So I've got to give a shout out to a few of our winners. So uh, join, join the course of our season at FPL Addicts. We give $20 cash prize each week to the manager of the week, whoever's got the biggest haul. So going back to game week 23, we actually went into a playoff because we had two team, two uh, managers tied. Uh, and Darren Wickham um, came out on top of that playoff in game week 24. So that means he is the game week 23 manager of the week. Daz, that's his second uh, award of the season. So congratulations to you, mate. You've now bagged $40 this year. Two awards in your trophy cabinet. Um, so congratulations. In game week 24, we didn't actually, I don't, I don't know if we've mentioned this on the couch on Saturday at the FPL Social, but we did brag about his score. And Christopher Reid, congratulations, mate. You are the manager of the week for game week 24. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff with the 96 points. Have you got a speech prepared? Oh, yeah, I've got a speech prepared. You're joking, aren't you? Um, just say, uh, thanks, boys. You came, you saw... You know, you lost, and <laughs> um, you know, and and it was nice to collect another manager of the week for the year, and long may it continue. Uh, I've got my eyes fully fixed on that monthly, you know, prize there for yeah. the um, bonus bank, um, you know, paid league. So if I can manage to get that one, even just one for the for, for the season, uh, that that will do it for me. But um, yeah, thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Cr- cracking work, mate. Like you said, picking up another award. You've picked up a, a couple of awards in other leagues that, that, that I know you've shared with us, which is great. And uh, yeah, fingers crossed for you. You can uh, push on and get this bonus bank $200. So fantastic, mate. 
And then um, if going old to game week 25, congratulations to Christian Stojanov, 85 points he hauled this week. Uh, congratulations, Christian. Um, you've done fantastic in there, mate, holding that score. So well done. Uh, so we're going to ping through to the guru section now. Uh, Matt, I know you've got a bit of content uh, ready for us, mate. So we're, what we'll do, we'll get over to you and uh, you take it away, buddy. Nice one, Jack. And um, look, we'll do some differentials to start with, like we always do. I've got three differentials. I've got three teams and a couple of captains I think could be good for this double game week. So I'm going to go with Fabinho, which um, 1.1%. I'm, I'm actually looking at him in my own team with this yacht on you. So I'm going to really wait for, you know, to see if yacht is out. He's obviously potentially got a swollen ankle. You know, I can't get to Mane, um, you know, the Mane-Salah sort of combo. Um, and I'm kind of thinking maybe going for uh, Fabinho as my, uh, my third Liverpool player. He's got, I think, 32 points in three game weeks. Leeds and um, Norwich have had a really bad record from defending set pieces this season as well, especially Leeds. You know, we've seen with Fabinho, um, you know, the amount of goals he scored, he sort of popped up from corners and he seems to be on a bit of a hot streak. So I'm actually looking at him um, as a differential. Another one that I'm liking the look of um, is Podence from Wolves, 0.2%. He's 5.5 million. He's really good against us on the weekend in the, uh, in the Spurs-Wolves game. Unlucky not to come out with a couple of goals. He was just forcing save after save out of Larice. Like he's not. He's not probably had the most productive season. Um, but Wolves do have two games, and then the last one is only four point five percent ownership. It's Lacazette for Arsenal. Um, they've got two games. He's, he's their only striker at the moment. Um, I think he's he's worth a punt. So um, that's my uh, my three differentials. No, some cracking shouts there, mate. The Fabinho one. I think I might have tipped you off on this one on the UCL podcast, didn't I? <laughs> you did actually. I remember you. Uh, you did. You did put him in your UCL team. I do remember. But um, he's just on fire. <laughs> he's on fire. He's had a couple. I think three double-digit scores now. Look, maybe he sort of he might have run out of his luck now. But I think um, yeah, Liverpool have just been unbelievable with their set set pieces, haven't they? In the last sort of month or so, and um, you know, I think he's about five point four million. And you know, the the yacht and news. What we're obviously all waiting on it. Um, but it doesn't sound too promising. But um, you know, it might be might be just worth putting him in. I think, you know, especially say someone like myself, I'm probably going to be on a wild card in in a few weeks' time. You know, and I can probably have him for this game week, bench him in the next one, and then wild card him out anyway at some stage. But um, yeah, I think it's just good to have some extra Liverpool coverage, and you know, he's just popping up with goals. Yeah, nice. And he's kind of maybe on the verge of that enabler kind of status, isn't he? Give or take a, a couple of K. Uh, but in terms of your three teams to watch, uh, you got obviously Lacazette in your differentials. Are you going to do Arsenal make it into your three teams to watch? Yeah, they're going to have to. They're going to have to. Um, you know, uh, they've got to get, they've got to, like the Brentford game's a good fixture for them at home. Um, you know, Brentford haven't really looked too flash now for, you know, the last last couple of months. Um and then they got the Wolves game. They beat Wolves the other week, um, so I can see Arsenal coming out with some points in this in this next couple of games. Um, so they make it in. Wolves also make it in. I know they got Arsenal in one of the fixtures, but they got Leicester in in the first one at home. Um, and those games have been really exciting down the years. The, the Wolves Leicester games. Um, so Wolves are in there, and then uh, Leicester. Uh, sorry, Liverpool are in there. Uh, Liverpool have to be in there with Norwich and Leeds. Um, so that that's my three teams, all double game weekers as well. Yeah, all double game weekers and obviously a lot of you know, the Wolves ones interesting, but like Jimenez obviously got the goal. What a finish that was as well by him, by the way. Um so obviously you fancying him too. I know you're a big fan. 
Yeah, I love Raul Jimenez. Obviously, he did the business for me at the start of the season. I managed to get onto him when he went on that sort of goal scoring streak at the, you know, a few, it took him a few games. He got up and running. Um, not sure that there's strikers seem to be quite flat at the moment. Um, you know, I, um, I'm not too sure. I think Wolves defensively, um, I'm probably sort of more keen on, on the Wolves defenders than I am the attackers. But, you know, if you're swapping up, say, a Calvert Lewin, then it's probably not a bad, bad transfer if you want to, you know, you're getting two games out of him, aren't you? So, um, yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, nice. I, I do like Saar as well in goal. I think he's been, it's just been a bit too expensive to bring in. Yeah. But he's he'd been a great pick him a bit cheaper, right? Phenomenal. He's phenomenal, Jose Saar. He um he was one we spoke about on the on the pod uh I think three weeks in when Wolves lost yeah. all their games, but you know, he was just a standout and you know, some people managed to get on him quite early and um yeah, he's been unreal. Unreal. He was good on the weekend against Spurs as well with the amount of saves he made in that second half. He's um yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, nice. And then over to captains. Obviously, this is the headache we all have each week. Who who we're going to put this captain's armband on? It's generally the uh, the perma captain. But anyone else uh, in there that might surprise us? Obviously, we've got the the seller and the and the Trent picks. Um, who I really like. I think everyone likes <laughs> likes those yeah. two. Um, I'm going to put Son on there. I know Spurs have lost the last couple of games, but um, you know we've still created uh, chances. We've still scored goals. Uh, not in the Wolves game. In, in the Saints game, we scored goals. In the Wolves game, though, someone's still having shots on goal. Um, it wasn't like we didn't have any shots on goal. He's got a great record against City. Uh, very good record. I think it's one of his favourite teams. Um, great record against Burnley. Um, over two games, look, Spurs aren't, aren't on great form in, in the last couple of games, but I still think he's a captain shout. Um, and I'm going to put um, Ramsdale on there as well from Arsenal. I just think the amount of bonus and save points he's accumulating this season. Um He's definitely a captain option, but yeah, you can't look past Salah and um, and Trent. Like they're just, yeah, they're just in a different level this season. Yeah, it's tough, it's tough to uh, to do it. But if you are chasing, yeah, and you are trying to get these points, you are looking for those kind of differential captains. And you're on the likes of Ramsdale and Son are good shouts. I mean, even Trent really. I don't think you know a huge percentage of people go for Trent. Um, so I think he's a good looking one to do. But obviously the curveball, the monster gamble. Who've we got? This is painful, obviously, as a Spurs fan. I've, I've been uh, really big on the Arsenal players. I know we've got Mike uh, helping, tuning in, and he's obviously a big Arsenal fan. And, you know, but I've, I've got, I can't be biased towards my own club, and I'm actually going to pick an Arsenal player as my curveball. Um, and I'm going to pick Gabriel. Um, wow. He, he's just, for me, I've, so I've got Turney in my own team, Kieran Turney, but I think Gabriel's just a threat. You know, Arsenal win their set pieces. Um, he's had some double-digit scores this year, uh, Gabriel. And, um, you know, they're keeping clean sheets. They're tight at the back. And, yeah, look, you know, for those that, you know, they just, you know, they, they don't they just want to play for fun. They want to, uh, you know, do something completely wild. I actually think he's a really good pick. And, um, yeah, he's had some really big scores this year. So, yeah, I'm going to throw him in as, as a curveball shout. Yeah, what a shout. Uh, you know, 6.9% ownership, 5.3 price and 98 points overall. He's hold with three goals this season. Um, you know, that's that's more than some of the other strikers that we have to keep picking this this season, isn't it? It is. And I've just seen in the comments from uh, Football Chatbox, he said Brentford are one of the worst for headed goal attempts conceded in the last four. So, um, you know, kind of back, potentially, you know, backs up a bit of the, uh, the Gabriel... You know, love there, but I just think, um, yeah, looking at that Arsenal defence, if, if you're going to pick one, he's one that just catches the eye. And um, yeah, there we go, Mr. Arsenal himself, Mike has, uh, has said it as well. So um, yeah, I just think um, you know, he just looked good, good for Arsenal, and I think um, 
yeah, he's worth getting in if you don't have any Arsenal coverage. I'd, I'd probably say he's the man. Yeah, perfect, mate. Some some good shouts in there, and obviously you're an Arsenal fan for the day, aren't you? There, um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. Yeah, the FPL. It's, it's, you know, I've got to take the Spurs hat off, unfortunately. But like, if they if they don't get points, I'm I'm not going to complain as well. So, yeah, fair enough, mate. And that <laughs> that, that, that wraps up the uh, the guru section. So it is now time for the guest section. We are super excited and uh, feel super honoured as well at the same time to welcome the FPL planner, Tien. Tien, how are we, mate? Very good. Good evening, lads. Uh, so happy to be here today and, and yeah, lovely, lovely to to chat to you guys. And, and uh, yeah, no, very excited. Fantastic, mate. You've been waiting very patiently in, in the back of the studio. Hope you've been enjoying the uh, the nonsense that we come out with. Uh, but you've been superb in there, mate. So today's guest, FPL Planner, uh, 794th in the, in the world overall, 20th in Australia, second in the FPL Addicts Free Mini. He's racking these titles up already nearly, and it's certainly by no accident. He's been changing the game for fantasy managers with his uh, with how he plays the game. It's something some of you might want to tune into tonight and uh, and be a part of. But TM, obviously your season so far, you are flying. We are looking up to you. Um, you know, I don't think I can get my neck that high up the ladder uh, to see where your place, mate, and you are obviously killing it. Um, can you give us a, a bit of a review on your season so far and how it's been going for you? Uh, yeah, so the season so far has been great. I, I, I mean, it's it's one of, well, it's definitely my best season so far. Um, Got off a good start as well, like 14k rank in game week one, um, and then ever since, you know, managed to stay inside the top 10k, um, up and down a bit, but uh, you know, never, never got outside of the top 10k, which which was quite uh, pleasing, um, and um, you know, even got up to 165 uh, a few game weeks ago, uh, before a few. Uh, hiccups along the way like you know the Ronaldo cap and the Dennis cap uh, which sort of pulled me down a bit uh, which uh, basically you know led me to uh, pulling the wild card uh, last week um, and yeah luckily it's, it's got off to a pretty good start uh, pulled me right back in um, so yeah can't complain too much. No you're absolutely flying there mate I'm just looking at your game week history here so obviously you were 14k after game week one and then you've stayed right under there all season so far. It's absolutely incredible uh, feat to be doing. Um, obviously, some of us boys are absolutely yo-yos going up and down. And obviously, some some players are also kind of holding their own. But you've done fantastic in there, mate. Um, what you know in terms of history, I'm just going to go back on your on your couple of seasons so far. You obviously started back playing in 2014. You had a cracking first season there, 54k. You finished uh, well, just under 55. Absolutely incredible number, and then you've you've kind of been, you know, in and around 150, top 25k, and then obviously you had a bit of a bad season 2017-18. But um, you know we could put that onto you know different distractions with you know life as it happens day to day, um, and then obviously went downhill again 18-19. But then you came back with a with a 12.5k finish and then a 4.5k finish last year. So 2019 when you came back with that 12 and uh, you know 12.5k finish. What changed for you from the previous two seasons? That was when I, I started to take it a bit more seriously. So obviously, you know, you can see like the first season was 
simply beginner's luck. I, I, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, so yeah, there was not much to talk about there. And I think some <laughs> of the cheap was, was slightly different as well. So you can see like the total points are quite low back then yeah. uh, for, for quite, you know, reasonable rank. Um, but yeah, you know, sort of up and down, mainly just playing in my, you know, work mini league, uh, so which is a few mates. So there wasn't too much to, to pay attention to. Um, but yeah, you know, like 2018, 19, when I started, you know, to try a little bit harder, but then, you know, it didn't really get a, a, a good end. Uh, actually, my worst season there, so I was like, oh, Jesus, actually, um, you know, try, try to be a bit active on Twitter, try to learn from a lot of, you know, like big Twitter accounts, very, very good managers out there and started to actually develop my own uh, plan of spread, uh, spreadsheet there as well. Because I think that was when the, you know, sort of the 2019-20 season was when the, the COVID uh, yeah. lockdown, right? You know, you've got like a long break. So that was when I was, you know, started building my own spreadsheet and started to plan things a bit more properly. And and I think that that, that has been a big help. Not incredible, mate. Awesome, and uh, it's great to have you on, mate. Like, obviously, we call you uh, Tien, but I, I just, I just know you as Planner from uh, from Twitter and stuff. It's been great interacting with you on there. It's just great to finally get you on the uh, podcast. Um, but obviously, you mentioned a little bit about your Planner, your, your spreadsheet, and your Planner tool. So, can you just tell us a bit briefly how you play FPL? Like, what's you know, what's your strategy, and you know, talk us a bit more about your uh, your Planner tool. You know, what's uh, you know, what's it all about? Because I've obviously, I've, I've, oh, I've used used it and seen it but um you know just for our for our listeners if you want to uh yeah just give us a bit of a idea about the planet tool and also just yeah your strategy and how you play fpl yeah so um uh, basically i'm um you know consider myself as a pretty conservative um player so i, I don't take a lot of risk um, I, I plan things very carefully and, and i do um you know try to be patient as well so um, you know, building my teams around, you know, core template and trying to get ahead with picking, you know, a template players before they become template rather than, you know, just, just go with like short term puns uh, or, or very risky uh, players or risky captain, uh, for example. Uh, obviously, you know, occasionally I do take some short term puns uh, and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't, but then I always have a, an exit strategy before I get in. So, you know, folks are more like the the Sarpan back in game week five, you know, I got in just when he, he got the 15 point, followed by a nine point. Uh, but then I already knew that, you know, he was only in for three weeks before I walked out in game week eight. So so I just got out before everyone got in, uh, that kind of thing. All the Harvards in game week nine as well, like it wasn't very successful, but then I knew that he, he was, was, you know, only gonna be in my, my team for, for two weeks. So, um, yeah, and, and captaincy as well. I, I try to stay with the, the 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 template and try to pick the captain office. You know, always pick from the top two or top three captain. You know, so Salah has been very popular as well. But you know, even beyond that, you know, the Ronaldo, uh, Bruno, and and Antonio early on in the season as well. Uh, because you know, to me, while you know, picking, you know, if you pick a very risky player, like, you know, that no one owns, right? And, and you know, and it captain him. Uh, it may feel exciting for, for that particular week. Uh, but to me, you know, if, if you win some of the times, you, you lose some of the other times as well. And in the long run, I think you generally lose. Um, so 
you know what what's the saying again like you know you win the battle but you lose the war that's that's, yeah. that's, that's philosophy <laughs> yeah. like i tend i tend to, to to try to stay with the pack as, as much as possible and make sort of like calculated low uh risks every now and then uh just just to, you know to try to play the long game and and that's where the the planner spreadsheet come in as well because it helped me you know, you know visualize all the fixtures way in advance I plan my transfers i plan my captaincy uh, I plan my bench players like, you know, four to six weeks in advance. So I know exactly what I'm going to do the following week. And obviously, you know, things do change, like, you know, player get injured and all that sort of stuff. But then at least I know where I'm heading. And if I need to change plan, then I'll, you know, reflect that in the plan that that not only affect that, uh, you know, impact that game week, but then, you know, four or five game weeks down the line as well. Um, and and it's, it's been a great help for me, you know, just clear my mind and don't get like FOMO and Twitter uh, bandwagon affecting too much um so I, I think it's it's been a great help just yeah. on that note just on that note right because obviously you sound you're very proactive right you're very proactive how you obviously you do your plan your strategy whereas a lot of managers are very reactive because of the fomo you know you see all you see all the build up you hear all the talk the hype you're chatting to your mates or whatever so i suppose do you do you never get that? Do you never get that urgency going? Oh, go on! I'll I'll just do him. Like, yeah, that sounds that sounds too. And go against and go against your, I do. your strategy. I do. So um, so you know if you, you remember the the the, the season history you just uh, seen right? You know I've gone yeah. I've gone up to like 165 in the world. So that that was you know pretty pretty scary. Uh, but then you know very exciting as well. I sort of start to look up. Uh, like so, oh, it's only like 100 points and to number one or something. Yeah. So, um, you know, at the time, it's like, oh, maybe I, I, I could try to, you know, take some risks and try to maybe, you know, um, <laughs> try, try and get on top. Yeah, just, just, yeah, just, just, it's try the luck. Um, <laughs> you know, so, and, and the double game weeks came and, you know, a few good, um, um, sort of like opportunities arise. Um, but then, you know, actually worked against me because it, it wasn't like me, you know, to double yeah. up on Dennis and King because I never wanted Dennis. Right? I never had Dennis <laughs> before that double game week. I never wanted him, uh, this, despite all the all the Twitter, um, you know, bandwagon and, and, and the, all the debate about, you know, grass versus uh, Excel and all that. I never wanted him <laughs> in my team. Um, and my normal, my normal way of playing, I would never double up. The, the what you know the Watford striker. I would normally just you know go with King and Captain King, and then oh, yeah. just you know just just go with that. But I took a hit to to get Dennis in, um, just just you know try to try to chase. So that that was more a bit of FOMO, but then a bit of you know trying to do something a bit different. Um, and so you know after that you know a couple of weeks of back to back red arrow like big one as well you know with the bruno captain swing that i that captain Ronaldo the week beforehand so um that's just really sort of like pull me back and say you know just just need to calm down and go back to, to the way i play <laughs> yeah. uh, because yeah. otherwise you know it's it just not myself yeah that's 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 brilliant Tien, and uh, great to have you on and, um it's nice to see your face and um you know learn all about what what you kind of do best and the strategy side of things is is definitely intriguing and hats off to you hats off to you for being you know sort of so patient so reserved but you know like the rest of us you do get a bit of fomo you do try and mix it up a little bit and if these things don't work you go back to the drawing board and and you know i think that's what you've you've certainly done um let's talk about your well, I want to talk about what's on the screen there, the um, 
wildcard team selection. Um, firstly, it's it's huge that you played your wildcard in game week, you know, 25. Not many managers might have looked at it like that, but you've certainly took the ball by the horns and, and kind of uh, attacked it really well. Um, it's paid off, huge haul. You know, will there be many changes in the next few game weeks for you on the back of this? Or um, Yeah, so so obviously, you know, I, I, I did a live stream with uh, FPL in Zaghi uh, last week, um, just just before the the game week deadline to you know to, to discuss about one mile wildcard and actually that that was a big help because you know talking through it with with Ryan uh, and also you know interacting with the people in the chat and you know later on Twitter as well sort of you know clear my head a bit but you know one of the main reasons why I I, I wildcard it was you know because I, I I just felt that my team wasn't ready for for double game week 25 26 27 you know the playing and beyond as well it's got some dead woods that uh, because of the of the you know chasing dennis and ronaldo and all that sort of stuff you know double, you know hit back-to-back hits that sort of pushed my transfer plan back quite a bit so i thought oh, well might as well just you know just do the wild card and then trying to fix it at the same time attacking the double as well um so you know as a result of that i think my my game week 26 and 27 uh, teams are reasonably well set up with this with yes. this wildcard team um yeah so i don't think i need to make too many changes, too many changes. Uh, obviously yeah. you know, injuries injuries might change all that but at least yeah. I'm, I'm a lot more happy happier with my team now than yeah it's, and it's quite it's quite interesting that. um it's quite interesting you say that as well tian um you know appreciate obviously the you know the explanations to why you did that and you know what you've kind of maybe got planned going forward but out of your wildcard team i have one two three four five six seven eight nine Ten of those players in my team. Now, I'm not saying you copied me here, Tian. I'm just, I'm not <laughs> saying that at all. You know, because you, you you're your own man and stuff like that. But you know, as they say, great minds think alike. I know there's a huge rank difference between us, but you know, listen. No, all jokes aside, I, I love what you've done there, and I think, uh, I think, as I say, yeah, the wild card is paid off for you. Massive score, mate. So well done for that. Oh yeah, mate. It's a, it's a, it's a great wild card there, mate. Like you know, you've done so well with it um is there any differentials maybe two differentials in the next few game weeks that you might be considering or you've maybe that are already in your team now that you think could be worthwhile managers having a look at um you know maybe some of the sort of low ownership ones um is there any that that sort of caught your eye or you know you think might do quite well yeah so um not not a massive differential but uh if you look at my team i've already got him so broa is currently like just under 10 percent, i think 9.4 percent on uh now the reason why so <laughs> yeah I, I i think he he's not going to stay low for very long um now one of the big decisions of my wildcard was was you know either keeping king um or or picking like a edward instead of instead of broa because i mean obviously broa didn't have a double Whereas the other two had a double, right? So, but I thought, you know, it, it was going to be a transfer, like a booked in transfer in waiting in words, because I, I wanted Bro. I, I, I know that I, I would want him in a, in a couple of game weeks anyway. So I decided just to put him straight in. Um, I, I think he's a great option. You know, it's, it's so cheap and, and he's been performing very well as well. Um, 
So I, I think if you know anyone looking to like you know offloading a, a Ronaldo to to fund Salah, um, I think Roa is a great option. I, I agree. Um, I've got to say, oh, sorry, just to say, I was going to look at your team yeah. and I was going to say Connor Cody was a, is a really good pick. I think. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So great. Like, he's obviously had a really good season. Wolves defense has been really good. So, um, yeah, looking at your team now, I think, um, yeah, that's that's a that's a really smart pick as well. I think. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I think Cody, or, or or you know, if if you go with any of the other wolf defenders like you know Kuman or Sayas as well, I think Sayas is a great mm. option because I think he, he scores goals, more, doesn't he? Yeah, but yeah, he, he offers a bit more attacking threat as well. But I, I I don't think I could afford him in my team, so I went with Cody. Uh, but yeah, and you know he will be setting up your team well for for the blank and then blank twenty seven and I think blank thirty as well. So it's a great option. Uh, Another player that I was thinking about, but I, I don't know whether I can bring him in, is, is actually Nick Pope, because, you know, he's still oh, very yeah. long, no, no, like 2.6%, I think. You know, he's got double this week and double next week. Uh, and I was so surprised, you know, when I looked at, you know, he has kept four clean sheets in the last seven games that he played. Wow. And the other three games, he only considered one goal each. Hmm. And he's, yes. he's made a lot of saves and, and he's got like seven bonus points as well in, in that seven games. So, you know, it's, it's, he's not cheap, I think, uh, but if you can afford it and, and if you, you do have a goalkeeper transfer, um, yeah, Pope is a great, it's a great shout. Uh, I think yeah. I, I was, I was thinking about getting him in this week and, and play the ben, bench boost, but uh, obviously that might not happen anymore because the, the potential injuries to, yeah. Jota. Would would you um, say he's better than uh, Asar? Like I think uh, Polk's like five point four, Sars five point two, and obviously Sars got that double. And obviously you you, you like the uh, the Wolves kind of team. So would you say that's would that be a, another option or come you know comparatively? Yeah, I, yeah. So I, I don't think I don't think Polk is better than Sar um, as such, but. I mean, Sa has been you know, having a, a wonderful season, and I think well done to to Quentin. Like he's you know he's, he's been having Sa since game week three or something. So well yeah. done to him. Um, but if I was to pick one now uh, for the short term, it's, it's had to be Pope because you know he's got more mm -hmm. fixtures, and Burnley has been doing reasonably well defensively yeah. as well. And and they still have two more fixtures to rearrange: uh, Aston Villa and Everton. So they're pretty good fixtures as well. Um, so yeah, so if, if I have to pick now, I'll probably go with Pope. But longer term, um, Sar is a great option. Yeah, yeah, I think the the Pope ones are a really good shout. I think what's put people off is obviously Burnley, and then he's just a little bit more expensive. But um, yeah, Pope. I remember a few years ago in FPL when he kind of had his breakout year with Burnley it was just phenomenal when he was back at four point five. And um, he's actually my uh, my girlfriend's favorite FPL player is uh, Nick Pope along with Harry Kane. So um, yeah, she will love that choice as well. Loves Nick Pope. It's been her goalkeeper all season, up until uh, I think she had him early on, and then she did eventually get rid of him on the wild card. But um, yeah, she uh, she's a big fan of Nick, Nick Pope. I think that's a great shout. It's a great shout. Brilliant. Um, just want to ask you as well, Tian. Um, in terms of the um, the January signings, you know, that came in, um, I thought it was a pretty pretty good January sort of window that we had. Um, who do you think is is kind of um, you know the best player for the FPL, and, and and why maybe? Yeah, I, I I think 
I think it's got to be it's got to be Coutinho, right? It's it's got to be him. I, I mean, he's he, he, you know, coming under Steven Gerrard and and it just like fit right in. Like you know, the first twenty minutes on the pitch, he's you know score one and assist one against Man United. So, I I think it's very hard to go past him. Um, he looks so good on the pitch as well, like the way he plays and and the way he control the 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 Villa attack. Uh, and 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 I like also like the way that he actually elevate. The whole team as well. I think Ramsey has been doing better with him on the pitch, and and when you know when he is, is has been doing slightly better with him on the pitch as well. So I, I think it's got to be Coutinho. Yeah, I think I think that's a great pick, and I think if we look at you know the likes of Rafinha for Leeds and how he was sort of delivering even when Leeds were Leeds were not the best and so on, you know, um, Coutinho's sort of got that similar similar style in terms of impact on games, what he can have, and you know I've watched a couple of Villa games, and you know we all when we all watch football, we we do want to see a bit of you know magic, a bit of flair, a bit of you know. Bit of that sort of Brazilian Brazilian touch, if you like, uh, which they've both got. And Coutinho is a great shout. You know, I brought him in. I'm lucky enough to, to be able to get a haul from him. Um, and, yeah, it's just about the players around him. You know, if if the players around him can kind of step it up a level, similar to what Jacob Ramsey done recently, you know, they'll ben- certainly benefit from him. And I think that's uh, that's definitely a great pick, mate. Yeah, and, and actually talking about Rafinha, I had Rafinha before my wildcard and I removed him for Coutinho. Even though you know, and you know, Rafinha is having the the double game week, right? But mm. but I just I just felt that you know he's he's been a bit off recently in the last couple of games, and and uh, so yeah, it was a risk, um, you know, taking him um, before the double game week, and it turned out to be a good good call because you know he was taking off half time, and you know whether he's got a, like a bit of an eagle or, or whether it's it's tactical, but you know. Yeah. I think owners must be a bit worried. Like, you know, is he's going to start both games now or what not? Yeah, I think you... I'm sorry, Rudy. I was just going to say, according to Rafinha, I think it could be to do with his contract as well because, um, you know, they're talking mm-hmm. about him potentially leaving in the summer and it was very strange how he was subbed at half-time, you know, against Everton um, and it wasn't injury-related either. Uh, Biesler said it wasn't injury-related. So... There's something maybe going on, you know, behind the scenes games. there, yeah, yeah and, and whatnot, and um, yeah. But anyway, sorry, sorry, Reedy, yeah, you go ahead. No, sorry, I, I was only just going to say with you bringing in Coutinho there, uh, you were unlucky for him not to kind of um, get you some some points. Um, Villa were under par, um, you know, in the in the last game, and you know, on another day, you could have quite happily contributed and got you more points on that one. But you know, the reason that you did the transfer. Absolutely makes sense, mate. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, a, he's an exciting player, Coutinho. I think as soon as he got linked and he, and he signed for Aston Villa, I was like, got to try and bring him in. So I'm going to try and work him into my team, to be fair. But that, that does bring us into uh, transfer, you know, transfer gossip that we're thinking of. Reedy's uh, says he's retired from taking hits. So that means it's going to be a boring report from him. Uh, but I'm sure he's going to change his mind. But TM, while we've got you on here, so obviously you, you played your wild card, you've done a bit of planning, obviously. Uh, you try not to be too reactive, but you've uh, potentially made, lined up some transfers for this week. So what I'll do, I'll be your team just here. I'm just going to put that as an overlay on top of the screen. Um, so talk us through what you're thinking for game week 26, mate. Um, yeah, so with the wild card, um, I was sort of, you know, half deciding between just, you know, do the, the, the triple captain on Salah or, or I could potentially 
uh, playing the bench boost as well. Uh, and if I was to play the bench boost, I, I would go um, David De Gea to to pop, um, so that you know just sort of you know oh, yeah. boost, boost nice, up yeah. the bench a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a pretty reasonable bench boost um, team. Uh, but obviously, that was very conditional of everyone staying fit. <laughs> and um, yeah, at the moment, there's, there's two flags, as you can see. So so it's it's very likely that the bench boost will be off the table. Uh, um, so yeah, so triple captain Salah was, was probably going to be the, the obvious move. Um, so with that in mind, I was hoping to actually roll the transfer. Um, so the other move I was thinking about is, you know, whether to do Fernandez to Son. Um, and I know that, you know, the guru has been trying to convince me that Son is actually, you know, very good <laughs> against City or he's got a very good record against City and Burnley. Um, but I'm, I'm not as convinced. Um, and, and, you know, Fernandez or Bruno has a, has a great features again, Leeds and, you know, potentially with Ronaldo might be rested as well. That, that, that might even make Bruno is a you know, better better option so I don't mind having him there and I think he's got Watford next game in 27 so that, yeah. so that will set me up uh, quite all right there um, so the plan was to row row just to row over and, and, and row with this team uh, but that's going to depend a lot on whether um, Jota is, is fit or not so he was uh, he's got injured this morning in the Champions League uh, game so we'll have to wait and see what Cobb had to say um, yeah yeah, nice. I mean, I think everyone's, you know, a lot of people have got a yachter in the team, myself, and I'm sure the boys have as well, I'm pretty sure. Mm. And he's got this flag on him now. He's, you know, I think everyone's just going to wait for this assessment and see what comes back maybe today or in, you know, tomorrow tomorrow for us. Um, but yeah, I've sorry, go on, Matt. I was going to say, can I say, uh, Pana, yeah, do, you, do you not fancy um, Webster to, to follow up the... Uh, the hall with maybe another one this week against Burnley. Obviously, you've got you've got an unbelievable defence anyway, and I know Cancelo's, you know, a huge threat. But um, you know, if say Yota wasn't uh, fit to play, do you think you'd maybe put on a Broja, Broja, Malpe, or maybe even give Webster another go? Or? Yeah, I, I I actually don't mind that because you know anyone on on the bench can can come in and and I can see potential points there. Um, you know, Broja is actually against Everton that um. I don't feel good benching him. Um, so you're right, and 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 yeah, Webster and, and Morpay. Like, I mean, Morpay hasn't been um, like you know doing like crazy, but he's been taking along all right. So um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't mind any of them coming on. But then on the other hand, I feel like you know you got to attack the double. So if if Jota is out, even if he's only out for one game, I feel like um, I need to get another doubler in. Um, so, because you know, my my original plan was to get Jota to someone in twenty seven anyway for for their blank. Uh, so I might as well just do it one week early. Yeah, fair shout that. To be fair, a fair shout. Mm. Um, I, I bet you got it. Not uh, putting Webster and start. I can't get him in this team after after hauling you. I think he's spot on with the guru there, hyping him up. Because after after a player <laughs> after a player does that for you, you kind of want to reward them with another game, right? Yeah, yeah is it well, a one week wonder? That's the thing. Was it just a one week wonder? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. That you know that that's why that's wonder. why I said earlier, right? You need that plan because mm. I know I, I've already benched him for the next you know two or three weeks. Obviously not next week. Doesn't everybody need to play next week? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but you know he he had he had his his spot in 25 that was what he was there for um so, so I, I don't i don't get too much emotional about you know players scoring <laughs> or player uh, blanking because you know if it was in my plan then it's it's gonna be my plan i mean you know obviously things do change and i need to change the plan uh but i don't get too much emotion you know sort of affecting my decision it's like for example you know so obviously bruno were um could go to son um but i've already made my mind before bruno scoring that last minute goal that i, I was going to keep him so it wasn't because of that goal i decided to keep him i've, I've already decided before that because i didn't like the look of son and i didn't like the look of spurs uh, so i don't fancy him doing well against um, city and burnley despite his you know, very good record no, it's a, it's a fair shout. It's a fair shout. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And we'll, what we're going to do is going to move on to. Um, obviously, you mentioned about your your uh, captain there. You've gone Salah for the um, for the triple captain. Um, Matt, are you thinking the same for your team? I think I'm going to have to. Yeah, I know I can get Salah in. Yeah, yeah. So I can. Um, I've got two transfers. So I've I've got a couple of options. Right. Um, I've had this. It's going to sound crazy. I've had this from after speaking to um, you know at the social um, with the you know the guy Australia number one. Um, yeah, Bill Bill Stewart. Bill Bill Stewie, Yeah, Stewie. I um, you know when he mentioned this, you know, and it stuck with me, you know, about moving out Cancelo, right? And it's probably not something I want to do right now, um, but you know, I've got a few avenues to sell. You know, I've got Bruno out. Um, you know, either downgrade Cancelo for a Wolves defender um, and then have another double. Um, but the problem is Cancelo plays a week after against Everton. Um, and obviously, so, you know, his EO and everything is just so high. It's, it's, you know, criminal if he ends up getting a huge score. So, you know, there's that. But that stuck on my head from uh, from Stewie when he said that, you know, you know, that move was something that he was sort of planning. Um, and any kind of, you know, Told me a few things he did last year when, when you know, towards the end of the season, he took those risks. Um, so, you know, I've got that avenue. I've also got, you know, I can take, if, if Yotta's confirmed out, I can downgrade him, bring in another double game weaker and then bring in Salah for Bruno anyway. And then I've still got coverage at the back. I've got Webster, Trent, Cancelo, uh, Tierney as well. Um, I can downgrade Calvert-Lewin and upgrade... Um, Bruno, so I've got plenty of options. I'm just not sure what combination I'm going to use yet. And similar to what Planner sort of mentioned with, you know, I want to want to make sure I've got a player that comes in that plays in 27, um, you know, as well. Um, Calvert-Lewin is definitely on my hit list. Um, Watkins has been on my hit list for a while, but I just don't know if I want to, sh- like after he scored that goal on the weekend, I don't know if I want to shift him before the Watford game. I've got a lot, I've got a lot to think about. So I've also got Josh King, and I'm like, do I do I play Josh King? Right? It sounds like you need to wildcard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much going on. So much going on. But I've got two transfers. So the sort of players I'm thinking of. Obviously, Salah's coming in. Um, he's definitely coming in, and then I'm also looking at the likes of uh, Kilman. Yeah. If I'm going to go a defender, I'm liking Kilman. Um, I'm liking Fabinho. I know it's just like, I know it's ridiculous. I'm liking Fabinho for Yotta. Um, I'm liking Podent. Um, so they're the sort of ones I'm kind of aiming for in, in that sort of midfield area. And if I'm going for a striker, it really depends on this in this uh, Weghorst, his fitness for Burnley. Because if you get him in now and he is fully fit to play both games, he might only come out with maybe four points, but you're then getting another two games out of him and another two games and another two games. So 
he's someone I'm looking at as well. So um, they're kind of the players on my radar, but I just need to wait for press conferences and just work out what to what player other than Bruno I want to I want to take out. So um yeah, we'll see how we go. But I should end up on about six or seven double game weekers, which I think is more than you know, I think it's about enough for, for this, you know, double game week. And you know, I'm excited about um you know I'm excited about something. I'm really excited about Son like and I'm excited about Salah. Uh, I'm excited about obviously Trent. Um you know so it's, it's gonna be interesting. I'm a bit you know Gallagher's a bit of a shame because um all this comment <laughs> Have you seen his points though? His points in the last four games and, and Liverpool's set piece threat has been, um, you know, phenomenal. But um, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see. But I, I it's more so. Risk. It's more so if Yotta's out, right? Like, who, who yeah. am I going to? Um, I'm not going to bring in Smith Rowe, who might only get one game. What about, um, about Odegaard? Do you like him? I don't want to play that. I don't want to play that. I'm going to. Oh, I'm also played here. You're so biased. So well, game week twenty. No, game week twenty-seven. They don't play. So, um, and I know. Other oh, than I guess, not do Liverpool. No, I just think um, I still feel more comfortable with a Liverpool set piece threat than I do an Arsenal midfielder right now. I'm all about the Arsenal defence. Um, so, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll have a think. Um, I've got lots, lots to think about in this team. But um, yeah, Salah's, Salah's definitely I, coming in. I've never, I've never seen you so indecisive about your team and flustered about it. What do you reckon, Reedy? It's the Yotter injury, and it's the Gallagher. It's Gallagher only gets the one game, but I can't remove Gallagher because the one game he gets is against Watford because uh, he can't play against his parent club, so which is Chelsea. So I, I'm not keen on getting rid of Gallagher just it's, yet. It does sound like you need a spreadsheet. I do. His I need team. That's why we've got planner on. <laughs> his team sounds. Uh, his team sounds broken to me. There's options. I'm. I'm happy to have options, but um, you know. We'll as well see. as the fifty transfers he wants to make. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like. It sounds like Christopher rebuild. Christopher. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I see, love that. I see I the love, comment about I love the double that defense, waffle though. just then for like uh, you know the last few minutes thinking oh there's this player there's that player yeah. and come deadline Matt's just going to be his head's just going to explode he's going um, to uh, miss uh, deadline I love, he's going to bring <laughs> Fabinho in and he's going to think what about oh. <laughs> he's going to score a header I like the double Liverpool defence it's something I'd really like to do but the, if I'm going to go double Liverpool defence um, there's just a lot more work that needs to be put in the more hits and like you know, we've had Planner on, he talks about the conservative style, which, you know, and I think, you know, I think I want to kind of sort of stick to that as well. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I've got options, though. I've got, you know, I've got I've got players. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. You've worked every angle there. Maybe maybe a one-on-one with Planner <laughs> after this, mate. Uh, Reedy, over <laughs> to you. Over to you for your transfers, mate. Yeah, cheers, Jack. Um, I'm, I enjoyed that there from the Guru because... I just know that um, I'm kind of in a way, even though I'm behind him in the mini league, I'm, I'm living rent free in his head at the moment. You know, what I mean? so, <laughs> so happy days, happy days. But listen, listen, it could, you know, I could, uh, I could eat me words there quite easily. So looking at my team, you know, moving forward, great midfield, isn't it, Planner? What do you think, mate? It's a great midfield that um, exactly the same as yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know, this is the setup I've kind of got and. I wanted to sort of quickly just touch on what Ian said there about his Brighton asset and he doesn't like the fact Broger's on the bench and, and things like that. Um, I'm in a similar boat. I'm in a similar boat is that, you know, these teams, especially this game week 26, we all want to triple captain Salah. But, you know, if you've got a great squad there, you know, which you definitely need this season, you know, it's, it's a shame to kind of have these players on the bench because they could well 
you know, they could well haul. It, it, it can happen. So um, that's my sort of difficulty at the moment with Jota being injured, um, leaving him there. And who do I have as my first sub? Is it Cucurella? Is it Kufal? West Ham have got Newcastle. Brighton have got Burnley. Um, I've took my minus four. So I've made my transfer, uh, brought in Salah for Martinelli. Uh, Martinelli would have been a stay, obviously, you know, if he hadn't got that red card with the Arsenal having the double. But it wasn't to be. So Salah's in. Now, that last minute goal for Fernandez also has made me think twice about taking him out. So um, I kept Fernandez and I've took out Ronaldo instead. Sorry about that, Jack. Um, I know you probably won't like that one. But yes, uh, Ronaldo out. And uh, I'll just scroll down a little bit so you can see him. He's injured. He's sat on the bench. Ida, uh, is that how you say it? Ida, Ida, either way. Uh, either he's on the bench. Either or, yeah. Uh, he's on the bench at the moment. So he's not going to obviously feature. Um, you know, I'm not going to bring him in or anything like that. So he's just kind of there as bench fodder to facilitate the uh, the Salah transfer. So yeah, Jota, I'm not considering even taking another minus, the minus eight. I'm sorry to disappoint you boys, but I don't know, am I crazy? Should I be going for a do- another doubler for a minus eight? What, what do you think, Planner? Well, depending on all you thinking. Well, God. No chance. Look, I've got Tierney. I've got uh, Fabianski. West Ham could easily keep a clean sheet. I've got obviously Trent in there. For me, as all as well as that, you know, I think a few FBL managers might have learned the hard way this this season with Cancelo, and that's you know you don't bench him. You don't bench him. Yeah, you, um, you know, he's he's got a single game week, but it is Spurs, um, and I don't want to sort of slate Spurs too much because I know the Guru's there. But um, you know, they haven't looked great. I'm sure you know that as well, Guru. But you know, just it just for me, City the way they're playing at the moment, they expect Cancelo to, to play and even get a return potentially as well. So yeah, what so, what what's your thoughts? Was there anything you changed, you know, with that TN or do you think I've got it set so, up right? Or? So have have Fledley speaking, if you were to take a minus eight to, to <laughs> move Oh, here we go. He's plant, he's trying to plant the seed. Who, who who are you thinking? If I was, you know, I literally haven't even thought about it. I honestly haven't. I haven't even looked at who I could bring in for Jota. Um, I've just thought, right, I've got a great couple of players on the bench there. They could come in. They could quite easily get a six-pointer clean sheet. Cucurella could get an assist. Kufal could, you know, for me. So, so for me, it was kind of who do I put first on on that bench? Um, because I quite I could quite easily pick the wrong player. I do think Jota's going to miss out. By the way, lads, I do think that because. Klopp doesn't need to risk him, simple as that. It's Norwich. Uh, we've got enough cover at the moment with Diaz there, Elliot, you know, even if he had to go to the likes of Minamino. So I don't think he's worth, uh, he's going to risk him. But if I had to look right now off the cuff, someone who was going to kind of like, uh, you know, bring him for Jota, if we just have a look. And I just take it. Depends maybe chasing the double game week fixture as well. Saka, I know he's been yeah. about a fair bit, hasn't he? Yeah, but the, the thing is with that, as we all know, 27's a blank and Arsenal Liverpool do blank. So if I do bring in Saka, that means I've then got Tierney, Trent, Salah and Saka, um, who then basically I'll have to I'll have to just put it on my bench. That'll be that'll be my whole bench. Um yeah, three, enough, three, you know. three, four, three on the go. Is that Edar might be available by then? Norwich playing that week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So so for me, the plan is for that, um, you know, I can then take Jotter out if I've still kept him. Next week, that gives me, you know, room to be able to take Jota out. If I do one of them, maybe even take a, a minus four that week and bring in two players. You know, Jota's a lot of cash there, eight point four. You know, take someone else out there, and and that gives me more more change to kind of play around. But you know, I don't really want to bring an Arsenal player in. I know Saka's sort of great, and he's guaranteed minutes for Arsenal. 
Um, but I just no, I just don't like it. I'm being a bit. His head's gone here, mine or yours, mate. I thought my head had gone. Like, come on, this is no. Because listen, I know my starting eleven, Matt. You don't know who you want to play from. You know this man. See, and it's not usually it's not normally like this, mate. Somehow, I feel like you're all like looking a bit flush, and you know what's going on here. Listen, that's me. That's simple as that. I'm not making another transfer. Jota stays there. You know, it's just about my bench and next week then, you know, I make my moves again. So uh so yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty pretty um pretty happy with that midfield, pretty happy with you know the whole team, really. So yeah. <laughs> In a nutshell, right, okay, done. I am, yeah, after, good. after all that. Yeah, fair enough. All good. Um oh yeah, Captain, Captain Reedy. Did you pick Captain Salah. I've put it on triple triple captains on Salah, basically. Triple uh, captain Salah. Oh, good man. All right, fair enough. We can move on. So thank you for that, Reedy. Uh, I'll do mine really quick. Um, <laughs> I, actually, I actually sat down with um, F when we were at the Melbourne Victory game after the FPL Social. I was sat next to Ryan from FPL Inzaghi. And I went, I've had no chance to look at my team this week. I went, I've looked at my team because I've obviously been organising the social I went. What were you, what do you want to do with this team? Um, so I had uh, I had Gray in, and I brought a Ramsey Ramsey in instead of him. So I thought it was quite a fair pick. Downgraded, freed up a bit of cash, and then actually Ronaldo was left my team. So I've gone Ronaldo out, Seller back in, and then also Weghurst uh, came in. He didn't have the flag on obviously at the time either. I did all this on Saturday, um, so it was all looking uh, like a good plan really. So after the deadline, made those two transfers. I thought oh, that's me done. And um, yeah, he's obviously got that flag on him. Yotta's got this flag on him, but I feel okay about it. I've got oh, you know, Yotta. I think he could do more damage against Leeds in one game than some players can do in double games. Anyway, I just feel like he's obviously uh, on form. Bowen good on a single. Son, I think uh, Guru. Do you remember last year when we were on about Son? Was it against that City? And you were thinking of taking him out, and we were kind of went, "Oh, listen, he's the main man for for Tottenham." And he went and scored. And was it was it one nil? No, it wasn't. He scored. He scored. Was that the first City? day of the season? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, was can't it, remember. Um, it was a fixture the, anyway, and we were talking about against City and he did well. He yeah, scored. it was the first game. He scored, yeah. he, scored, he, scored against him. he scored against him every single season. Yeah. Plus so, Champions League. Yeah. 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 No, so I feel pretty confident in him. Antonio, obviously, he's got question marks in him. Now, if Wiggers doesn't play, I'll bring Dennis in. Obviously, Tien's favourite, as he's mentioned. Um, and then uh, Yotte, if he doesn't play, I'll bring Ramsey in. I don't think I'll. I've already taken a minus four, so. I don't think I'll be taking a minus eight and I'll, I'll just, uh, yeah, praise the FPL gods. Everything's going to go all right. I've done a triple captain on Salah as well. And that is me, lads. I'm not in any flustered. I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm just going to play it by ear and, and see how we go with that one. Tien, any yeah, comments on that? He's winging it, Tien, isn't he? He's winging it, mate. Come on. No, I, I think it's a solid plan, mate. I, I think it's solid. Fine. There you go. Yeah, so obviously, no, you know, you... The, 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 the solid went out the window when he's kept Dennis in the team. That's when the solid's <laughs> out the window. I well, mean, listen, are, you, are you the only one out of the four of us who's got Dennis still? Yeah, but wait, wait for him to uh, hit this week. He, 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 he might well. He might well. <laughs> I, I think it's a good yeah. week for Dennis. I, like, yeah, he, he hit yeah. Barney last week and. Um, you know they've got. I think I said something the other day. Said they've got. They've got to have a shot on target. You know again eventually, eventually and yeah. score yeah. eventually. Yeah, like Spurs they came in on it. Got to get a shot on target eventually. So <laughs> yeah, well it's true. If Spurs are going to score at Son or Kane. You know, yeah, more than likely. If Watford are going to score, it's Dennis. So um, you know, yeah. I think it's... I think your pick your differentials compared to 
us guys is, is Diaz. I think no none of us guys yeah. we haven't got Diaz off these. So Diaz he's carried the back line for sure. I mean exactly. Ben White's been class for me as well. Obviously with mm-hmm. you know the clean sheets Arsenal have had I've got Ramsdale in goal as well. So like the Arsenal double up has actually been kind of really effective and my defence a lot of the time have carried me this season. You know, obviously I've been a Ronaldo owner. He's only hit every now and then. Um, I've only had Antonio for a short time. So it's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this one. Obviously I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm a big Son fan, a bit like Matt. Um, you know, obviously I've been trying to get him in. Obviously TN, you're going to get swayed that way soon as well if you can fit into your plans. <laughs> um, so yeah, kind of, kind of pretty comfortable with that. Yeah, I, I think I think if you know if someone managed to have enough money in the bank to go like Jota to Son, I, I would definitely do that because you know he's, he set himself up for the double this week, and also he yeah. has a fixture next week as well. So that that'll be a perfect replacement. Uh, but you know, obviously, unfortunately for me, I, I don't have enough money to do that in one move, and I can't. I don't think I can downgrade anywhere else to do that in two moves either. So. Um, but I think just just one more shower that I'd I think about, you know, as a Jota replacement, right? What what what, what do you think about Zaha? Oof, I like you it. can take this one, mate. <laughs> yeah, because a... I think I think we talked about it before, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I mean, you kind of spoke about Zaha yeah. before, and he um, it might have been. I think it was just after. Well. I'd spoken about him when he got that go- just before he got the goal against Norwich, but then he also missed a pen in the That's same game, which was yeah. which was yeah. Zaha in a nutshell, right? And then we spoke oh, about it's, him it's, again. It's, yeah. Oh, so we spoke about yeah. him again on your wild card, and then yeah, um, yeah it's like he's got the, the Watford game's definitely a good one for him. Um, I, I always think yeah. he, I feel like he's probably the most nailed in that. Palace have got so many options, haven't they? They got Eze, they got Benteke, they've got. Edouard, they got, is it Matasia now, uh, Alise? But I feel like out of all of them, Zaha's the one that he always keeps his place. He's I a senior so. player. Um, I still think he's, he's going to be on man. pens. Yeah. He's, he's a main, main man. man. He's still going to be on yeah. pens. Um, it's definitely one that a lot of people aren't thinking about. And, um, you know, it's not the worst. You're, you're our um, replacement. I think they're, he's, he's a bit cheaper as well, around the similar sort. Of, well, Yacht's gone up to eight and a half now. I think Zaha's yeah. in Six the seven somewhere. So he's not, he's not a bad one. Yeah. yeah, for the two games. Yeah. And, you know, why not? It's 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 one that's not really cropped up too much. And, um, yeah, you know, I think even after that, Palace, you know, they get some good fixtures. And he's someone that you can move, you can use, like, with your strategy of sort of having players for two or three game weeks, getting what you can out of them, and then shifting them. He's someone that you can get in. And then, um, you know, looking at his price there, you can shift him out for a number of players anyway. You know, you might have a little bit enough yeah. in the bank to get Coutinho straight in for him for, for those that don't have Coutinho or um, you know, there's plenty of players you can bring back f- for that price. Yeah, so, um, yeah that they're, they're good fixtures, aren't they? <laughs> good fixtures. Yeah, the, the reason is like, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of, a lot of people on Twitter would, you know, ultimately go to Saka as a, as a Jota replacement, hmm. uh, which, you know, it's obviously a great shout. Um, but the problem is with those people who are, are not free-hitting in 27, you'll have another blank player, right? So, um, obviously, I could do that. I could do Jota to Saka for this week and then move Saka to someone else next week. But then that's two transfers instead of one. Whereas, you know, previously I was planning just to have Jota this week and then move Jota to, like, a Madison or someone next week. Um so, you know, having Saga this week and then another move to remove him next week would be 
you know, just you know, push me. And that's me and I think as well, like, too, that ties in with what I was saying before about bringing in player for, for Jota and if it's going to be Saka. You know, I'll have that problem with all those players on on the bench. I'll yeah. have to more than likely I'll have to I'll have to make two moves, that's for sure. So Zaha is a great differential, you know, for mm-hmm. anyone that's maybe um, you know, he's he's being overlooked, so to speak. Yeah, he's one of Palace's yeah, yeah. main routes to goal as well. Like, you know, I think Palace rely on him quite heavily and a lot of the play does go through him. Um, you know, as well. And it's, it's, I think it's a, a pretty uh, yeah, it's a good shout. The, the problem is yeah. with Zaha is is <laughs> Might get you know, if you ever watch any, yeah, if you ever, yeah exactly. Like, if you ever watch any Palace games, and you know he's he's hot and cold, he certainly is, especially with that. You know he scored, and you got you know the penalty miss and things like that. So a lot of more people or FPL managers I should say will favour Saka based on the fixtures. Mm-hmm. You know, based on you know if they've maybe not got as many Arsenal players in, if you know they've got the three Liverpool players and they've got maybe another Arsenal, they might want to bring Saka in. Um, and also, it depends what people are doing. Game me 27. I think we've not really... I, I know there's a lot been spoke about trip strategies and what kind of people are doing over the next, next few game weeks. And, you know, game week 27 is, is definitely going to be on people's um, free hit, you know, the chip chip sort of list, if you like. Um, people are going to be free hitting. So, you know, people may even bring in Saka and triple Arsenal, triple Liverpool, because they're going to free hit 27 anyway. So... You know, it just—it's te- that that word that now is getting used. Team dependent. You know, the words, yeah, team dependent. It, it is all about that. It is all about that. Definitely, word. no, definitely. I, I think you, you spot on there. Like, you know, whatever move you make, you gotta look beyond this week. Like, you know, what they're gonna do in twenty-seven and potentially a double game week for twenty-eight as well. Like, you know, if Chelsea are playing Arsenal in twenty-eight, you're gonna have a problem of, you know, what are you gonna do with the Arsenal players? You can't sell them before the doubles in twenty-eight. But then you don't, you can't play them in 27. Now, obviously, those are free, free hitting where they'll be laughing because, you know, that's perfectly, uh, you know, it's a perfect plan for them. But then if they don't have the free hit in 30, for example, well, they're going to mm. they're gonna be in trouble there yeah. as well. And so think, it's, it's going to be very tricky to navigate. That's it. And it's exactly, as you're saying there about a free hit, if you've got one free hit, you might need to be a little bit more sort of, planning further ahead what you're going to do with what chips you've got left if you've got two free hits it makes things a little bit more you know a little easier to navigate and also you know you're going to be more prone to kind of attack those game weeks where um, they're blanks or they're doubles or whatever so yeah a couple couple of comments have come in quentin he said uh yotis rashford i know he's put the captain armband on him a a couple of times now i think so i know he's a a big fan I, i quite like uh Anthony Alanga instead of Rashford uh, for United. I think he could be um, a, a bit of a random one to, to put in as a, a bit of a differential very much. But Inzaghi's just joined us. He's a bit late to the party today. Uh, he's asked what to do with uh, Jota, but he's tempted to hold Bruno for now. Uh, Inzaghi might have to go back and watch through uh, what we've just been through for the last 10 minutes, mate. But <laughs> well, what we're going to do, guys, uh, we have had... We could go on for hours, as we know, hours and hours we could talk. But we just want to say a massive thank you to uh, TN, the FPL planner, uh, for coming on joining us as a guest today. He's absolutely killing it. And we uh, can't wait to see how the rest of the all season goes. And we'll be continuing to watch every single move you will be doing. Uh, I know Chris Reed will be watching every single second because uh, he's copied your team already. So he's going to see what else you're going to be doing in that spreadsheet. <laughs> all the joking, only joking. Um, but yeah, big thank you for everyone that's joined us, everyone who's contributed and um, and put the comments. Sorry we couldn't get to them all, but we are out of time for this evening. So good luck in game week 26. 
We'll be back next week for with Game Week 27. Thank you for joining and um, may all your FPL dreams come true and we'll see you next time. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Reedy. Cheers, Tien. Cheers, Guru. See you next time. Cheers, boys.